What is up everyone? It is Quinn here back with another video. Over the last few days, I've updated my dynasty running back rankings and my dynasty wide receiver rankings. So I thought this would be a decent opportunity to kind of just go through my top 24 uh, for dynasty Superflex. So basically this would be like my first two rounds in terms of how I'd be drafting them. Obviously, give and take, you know, ADP, if one player is drastically lower consensus, maybe I would wait on them. But in general, this would be my top 24 Superflex Dynasty rankings and also going to be splitting up these guys into different tiers. So really just combining all the positions here. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Let me know if you think someone's too high or too low. And if you guys do enjoy the content, do me a huge favor and hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's jump right into tier one. And this is going to be a two-man tier. This is why I have Patrick Mahomes as my number one overall, and then Josh Allen at number two. So both of these guys have clearly flashed elite, elite ceilings at the quarterback position. Obviously, this is super flex with these guys up here at number one and number two. We've seen Mahomes average over 24 points per game three different times. Josh Allen has done it twice. And if you wanted to go Josh Allen at number one, like I wouldn't push back super hard. That's why I have these two kind of clearly ahead of everyone else. Um, But I do prefer Mahomes, just the fact that he can hit that high ceiling without kind of consistently putting his body on the line. I think Josh Allen in like a peak year, probably has the higher ceiling because he does have that rushing upside. And I think probably like in his best season, he may be able to, you know, come close to matching Patrick Mahomes' best season and then also adding some work on the ground. But just the fact that Mahomes doesn't take as much damage, I think he's a little bit more protected long-term and year-to-year in terms of injury risk. I understand that's kind of nitpicking here, but when you have two guys who are so elite at the position, that's kind of what you have to do to separate them. So those are my tier one options. Now shifting into tier two, three-man tier, I have Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, and Lamar Jackson. So we've got two high-end QB1s with very, very high ceilings, and then the wide receiver one overall. For Hurts and Lamar, just like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, these guys have flashed very high ceilings and are actually both coming off of uh, signing long-term contracts over the offseason. Jalen Hurts was the quarterback one last year in points per game averaging over 25 points per game, which is super impressive. Lamar has the highest point per game season ever for a quarterback, averaged 27.7 points per game in his MVP year. I think both of these guys have really solid offensive cores around them moving forward. For Jalen Hurts, he has A.J. Brown, he has Devonta Smith, he has Dallas Goddard, he has a very strong offensive line. I just think in general, the Eagles are a very, very well-run organization. So I think he's gonna be supported for the foreseeable future. And then Lamar has kind of been in a spot where he's been producing without a ton of weapons around him. It didn't seem like he was getting a ton of help, but now heading into 2023, you have Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, you have OBJ there. I think it's a one-year deal, so that's kind of like a rental. But still, this is a solid kind of core forming around Lamar Jackson, and this has probably got to be the best set of pass catchers he's had in his career. So I think it's also looking bright for Lamar Jackson. With a new offensive coordinator coming in, I think he could be asked to pass the ball more, which I think could also help his uh, fantasy value. And then I have Justin Jefferson thrown in here. He's going to be 24 years old at the start of the season. And really barring him having any major injuries, it feels like you can just lock yourself into probably seven more years of high-end wide receiver one production. We're looking at some of the guys kind of aging out, the Tyreek Hills, the Devontae Adams, the Cooper Cups, the production that they've been putting on the last few seasons. It feels like Justin Jefferson can give you that production but he's five, six, seven years younger than those guys, which is super, super impressive for him moving forward. Now, shifting into tier three, this is gonna be the uh, largest tier so far. 
and going to get us basically to the top 12. So I have Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jamar Chase, Trevor Lawrence, Bijan Robinson, and Justin Fields. So just starting off with kind of like these three younger quarterbacks I have at the top of this tier, very stable, Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if these guys have the year-to-year ceilings of the guys ranked ahead of them. Like, I don't know in their careers if any of these guys are going to drop a 25-point-per-game season. I think it's possible, right, if these guys go crazy in terms of, like, the passing touchdown department. But the rushing upside is kind of limited for most of these guys. All three of them can use their legs, but they're not going to be giving you that Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson workload on the ground. But I think they are kind of locked in as mid-tier QB1s for a very, very long time. Burrow's the oldest guy here at 26 years old. So these are going to be staples in Superflex Azure QB1s. And then for Jamar Chase here, he is my clear dynasty wide receiver too. Just like Justin Jefferson, honestly, I'd be expecting high-end wide receiver one production for probably like the next seven-ish years. Then I've got Bijan Robinson behind Trevor Lawrence, the consensus dynasty running back one. He's only 21 years old. It seems like he's lined up and valued as a mid-tier wide receiver one from day one in the NFL. I know in redraft, he's going off the board as like anywhere from like the RB2 to like RB5 area. So from day one, he's expected to be a stud and you're going to be getting that for the next six, seven, eight years, as long as he can stay healthy. And I think he's totally worth a uh, round one dynasty startup pick. And then to wrap up this tier, I have Justin Fields. Now, I think Fields probably has the higher year-to-year ceiling than every other quarterback in this tier. I think his ceiling is up there with the Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jacksons, the Mahomes, the Allens. He's arguably, or maybe not even arguably, he might just be the best rushing quarterback we have ever seen at the position, but he just doesn't have the long-term security. Like if you're looking at Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence, there's pretty much no shot, barring a major injury, that these guys are gonna lose their starting jobs for the next two, three years. While I don't think that's going to happen to Justin Fields, I think the Bears have surrounded him with weapons. It is possible that he may not be the long-term option there. As a Bears fan, I definitely hope he is, and I hope he produces, but I just think he is going to be ranked a little bit below those guys because the long-term security isn't there. But if he plays well this year, I mean, he honestly could be someone who's jumping into that tier two option. I feel like he's probably the player who has the most to kind of go up or down moving forward. Now, the next tier we have here is going to be tier four. And the guys in this tier, starting off with Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Garrett Wilson, C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Brees Hall, and then wrapping it up with Jonathan Taylor. I honestly feel like this was a pretty tough tier to kind of decipher through these different positions, kind of, you know, chunked them with the quarterbacks ahead, wide receivers in the middle, and then the running backs at the end of this tier. And to be totally honest with you, like if I have a pick here, like if I'm at the 201, 202, 203 of a dynasty startup, I really don't want to be picking in this spot. I don't feel like there's a ton of consensus in this area of the draft. And I also don't know if there's a ton of room for these guys to kind of improve on their value. Like even if these players look really solid in 2023, is there room for them to jump up a few spots? Like I think it's kind of tough. So starting it off with Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray, I do think both of these guys have clear red flags. Watson obviously looked really rough in his return last season. I think you could kind of expect that after a year and a half plus, you know, away from playing football. And then for Kyler Murray, he's coming off the ACL tear. I still think they're kind of deserving here of being at the top of this tier. Both are still decently young at the quarterback position and they possess solid rushing upside. So I think they're in a spot where they come back I think they're going to hold this value here. But like I said, there is going to be some risk there. 
Now, looking at the uh, wide receivers, I went with Garrett Wilson, C.D. Lamb, and Amon Ross St. Brown back to back to back. All these guys are 24 years old or younger, so they have a lot of solid, solid production ahead of them. Both Lamb and Amon Ra have already proven they can put up mid-tier wide receiver one production. And then I think Wilson is a guy who's kind of going to be on his way to that this year with Aaron Rodgers coming in, heading into year two. So I think he will be a guy who makes that jump. But like I was kind of saying earlier, looking at these guys, right? Say Kyler, Deshaun, they play well. Are they going to jump over that tier of quarterbacks with Lawrence, Burrow, Herbert? Probably not because those guys are younger. They seem more locked in, less risky. And then same thing for these wide receivers. Like, are these wide receivers, even if they ball out, they're not going to jump Jefferson, they're not going to jump Chase, and they're probably not going to jump these quarterbacks either. So that's why I'd want to be kind of shifting towards the uh, back end of the second round, maybe even middle of the second round because of the lack of consensus. And just, I don't know if you're really going to be able to maximize the value there long-term. And then to uh, wrap up this tier, Brees Hall and Jonathan Taylor, my locked in at running back two and running back three, I think very solid picks here. And I think are both going to have kind of bounce back years coming off of uh, injury. Now, my fifth and final tier here, going to start it off with Anthony Richardson, then Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs, AJ Brown, Chris Olave, and Dak Prescott. So starting it off here with three straight rookies, obviously for Anthony Richardson here, he has the elite upside Maybe uh, a little bit more risky or definitely more risky than a guy like Bryce Young. But if he does hit, he's going to be giving you that Justin Fields level of production. And like we saw with Fields, I don't think a ton of people think Fields had like an amazing season in terms of real life NFL, but he showcased that rushing upside. And now he's viewed as a round one dynasty startup pick. So I feel like Anthony Richardson, as long as he gets on the field, he's probably going to improve on this value long-term. The really only risk here is like, The Colts think he's so poor that he's not even going to get on the field. And that just seems really, really unlikely considering the fact that they use the number four overall pick on him. Like he's pretty much guaranteed to at least get a set of games where he's the starter in and he'll be able to showcase that rushing upside. Um, Like I kind of mentioned, Bryce Young, much safer option, a guy who could be a back end QB one for a long, long time. And then the third straight rookie here with Jameer Gibbs, he's locked in as my running back four. I really liked his draft capital. We know he is a fantastic receiving back. So I think he can be a really strong running back one for fantasy for a very long time. And I also think he has that peak ceiling of an Austin Eckler type. And you're getting that guy when he's, I believe, 21 years old, which is going to be very, very valuable. After him, back-to-back wide receivers, A.J. Brown, a solid mid-tier dynasty wide receiver one for me, a little bit older than some of these other wide receivers. You know, he's going to be 26, some of these other guys 24 or younger, but still in a very solid situation with Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. Chris Olave right behind him, another one of these young stud wide receivers I have here in the top 24. And then my final slot here, player 24, went to Dak Prescott. I think this could have gone to a few different spots or a few different players. Looking at Dak, he's in an interesting spot at the quarterback position because he's 29 years old. So he's not one of these younger quarterbacks, like 25, 26. He's also not one of these older quarterbacks who are kind of pushing 33, 34. He's in this kind of happy medium, but he's also not in a spot where he's probably not going to be giving you a super high yearly ceiling. But I feel like he's still in a position here where he can give you six to seven more back-end QB1 seasons, which for Superflex, I think is very, very valuable. And I mean, he's shown he can't have a high ceiling. I know that uh, year he played, I think it was like six games where he messed up his ankle. 
He was putting up crazy numbers. We'll see. I think he's going to have a bounce back year. He was dealing with the finger last year, which I do think definitely kind of hindered his production. So Dak is going to wrap up these rankings and that's going to be my top 24. Let me know what you guys think. Someone too high, someone too low. I like, you know, putting out these dynasty rankings because I feel like people are kind of all across the board on where they view guys. Some people like to go with youth. Some people like the win now options. I could have tossed Christian McCaffrey somewhere in here. Some of these win now guys, but thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.